really grateful for those who have shared throughout this morning. And your testimony is, is uh, what Jesus is doing is impactful and powerful. And the reason we pray and the reason we fast is, is really to draw near to the heart of God. Refining that God has done in many of us through this time. I know there's a number of days of the last couple of weeks where uh, I just, um, I had that like, ugh, type of feeling when I was fasting and it was that turning to the Lord. Whatever that is, whether that's food or thoughts or whatever it may be, I'm grateful uh, that we did that. And this morning, we are going to come to the Lord's uh, Supper here, the, the table, and share in communion together. And we come being reminded of what Jesus did for us, that Jesus died on the cross for you and for me, that it forever transformed both our life now and life eternal for those of us who have faith and trust in Jesus Christ. We come to a common table together, being reminded of who we are and whose we are. We come to a common table to lean into Jesus, to be reminded. And so there's a couple tables around the edges. There's tables here. I want to invite you in just a moment to come. When we come, we're encouraged to examine ourselves. First Corinthians with Paul was reminding us of Jesus' words, we're to examine ourselves. What is that thing that we have allowed between God and ourselves? That we confess that as sin, that we confess that before our Lord and Savior. We also come with gratitude. Saying, Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. Thank you for the freedom that we have found in you. And so as you come this morning, I want to invite you to come humbly, confessing, and also to come with gratitude. And thank you, Jesus, for the work that you've done. And as we do each month, we're going to take this together as a family. And so come and pick these up and then return to your seat, and then we will share in just a moment together. So allow me to pray before we come. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this common table Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice. And Father, we stand here today, we, we share what you've done and what you're doing because of who you are. And so Lord, may this be a moment of reflection and a moment of celebration. Thank you for at each and every person who has said yes to following you. And God, for those who are seeking you, who are searching, who are questioning, God, I Pray that today would be a step towards you, or that you do a work. And so, Father, we say thank you, we love you, praise you, and we pray this in Jesus' strong and powerful name, amen. I want to invite you to either the table here or there's three tables around the back uh, to come and receive as you're ready.
Lord, I thank you for, God, your work, your way-making, your miracle action, God, your promise-keeping, God, even in those moments where we can't see it, but God, we trust you. And Lord, you going to the cross did not make sense to the disciples, it did not make sense to people all around Jesus, but you made a way through the cross. And so, Lord, as we gather, as we hold these elements, we're reminded that your ways are greater than our ways. God, your mind is greater than ours. Lord, your plan is perfect. God, I pray that you would increase our faith and our trust this morning. God, as we're reminded of your work in Jesus. And we're reminded of Jesus' words. 
who said, this is my body, which is for you. Do in remembrance of me. You take and eat the bread. Jesus, as he sat around that table with his disciples, after supper, he took a cup and he said, this is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Would you take and drink the juice? Jesus, we give you thanks. God, thanks falls so short. Father, I pray that we would be renewed in this moment. That we would continue to pursue you. We continue to walk with you. Lord, thank you for your love. God, may we be people of love. God, thank you for family. God, we thank you for church. We thank you that we, as your children, God, you call us together to encourage, to strengthen, to sharpen. Lord, you're so good. We pray this in your strong, powerful, and wonderful name. Amen. Now, as children of God, we are a part of a church family far greater than just the people here and in first service and the people who couldn't be here this week. We're far greater. The, the family of God is, 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 is huge. People all around the world who gather, who follow after Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But we also have local family and local connection here at the church. And I always find it a great honor and a great uh, opportunity for us to be reminded of the commitments we make to one another. A commitment that we are invested not only in our faith with Jesus, but we're invested with one another. And I'm honored and, and humbled each and every time that someone says, yes, we're, we're in, we're committed to this local body, we're committed to this local church, we, we are a part. We have membership here at the church, and each member commits to three very important commitments. One, a commitment to Christ, which we've just talked about, that we were just reminded of through the Lord's Supper. And Jesus called us to follow him. Jesus said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength in your mind. And this is heart and, and also head-oriented. It is who we are as followers of Jesus. And then we commit to a life of Christian living. We commit to please and follow Jesus Christ. In Ephesians 5, it says, Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So we commit to Christ, and we commit to Christian living. You may be going through, like, okay, check, check, check. And then as members, we commit to each other as a commitment to this body, that we're here, we're here for each other. And when this body is healthy, it's when all the parts are healthy. It's one of the things that when we have joy as part of our body, the whole body celebrates, but when there's pain and there's heartache, the, the whole body aches. It's the beauty of a committed body of believers. In John 14, there's a new command, I give you love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. 
By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples, if you love one another. So there's Jesus' measuring stick. If you love each other, that shows that you're a disciple, that you're walking in the way of love, you're walking in the way of Jesus. And so here at the church, we do not do that perfectly. We are far from perfect. There's so many areas we can strengthen and grow in, and, and, and you can point them out. I can point out even more, I promise you. We can have a competition sometime. We have so much opportunity to grow. But here's the thing. We're honest about that, and we want to grow together because we're imperfect humans following a very perfect God. And so today we welcome a few individuals into our membership here. And so I want to invite John and Erica Adams and Brian and Kathleen Murphy to join me up front. I also want to invite, if there's any deacons here, I want to invite deacons to come forward. And also, if you're a member and you know the Adams or uh, the Murphys, I want to invite you to come as well because they're not standing here alone. This is something that I was thinking about is that um, it's not just about them. It's about the body here, um, our staff or whomever that may be. Uh, why don't you come and surround them, a couple. So thank you. You guys can come over a little bit closer. Hi. <laughs> so, this is John and Erica Adams. This is Brian and Kathleen Murphy. If you've not met them, make sure to do so. Just surround them afterwards, all right, and, uh, and come and love on them. So, yeah, anyone is welcome to come. So, all of you have walked through uh, class. You've met with the deacons. You have uh, talked with me. You've shared your testimony, and you have made the commitment to be a part of this church, and I am thrilled. Uh, you uh, just had great conversations over the, uh, the time that I've known you and just so thankful that you're a part of this body here. So I have a couple questions that I want to ask you here this morning. Is first, do you believe in God of the Bible who is revealed as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Do you believe in his virgin birth, the virgin birth of Jesus Christ and his atoning death and resurrection? Do you believe in his second coming to reign as King of kings and Lord of lords? And then do you believe that Jesus died on the cross as your substitute and sacrifice for sin, and that through his death, you have the forgiveness of sins, and you confess him as Lord and Savior. Excellent. And then the second part of, of commitment of Christian living. Do you believe the Holy Bible, consisting of both Old and New Testaments, is the inspired word of God? And then will you follow its teaching and fully devote yourselves to being a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ? Excellent. And then the final part is a commitment to other believers, a commitment to each other, and to others out here, is that do you promise with the help of the Lord that you'll be faithful in all your Christian duties, that you will attend the services of this church whenever possible, that you will support it with your prayers, offerings, service, and do whatever you can do to promote its growth and spiritual life for the glory of God? Excellent. Good. Now, the other members who are here, I want to invite you uh, to stand. So if you are a member of this church, uh, you have done this, I invite you to stand the members of Family Bible Church, you have heard the confession of faith that those standing here have given this morning. You've heard them express their faith that Jesus is their Savior, their desire to live a Christian life according to the Scriptures, and to their pledge of love, loyalty, and faithfulness in fulfilling their Christian duties to God and this body of believers. Will you now renew your commitment and to receive them as members of your communion and fellowship? If so, will you please answer, we do. Excellent. Good. So let's pray for the Adams and also the Murphys. So, good. Jesus, we thank you for, um, for you. We thank you that you made a way. We thank you that you continue to do a work through the church. God, the global church and also the local church here 
at FBC. Jesus, I thank you for John and Erica. I thank you for Brian and Kathleen. And I thank you for their families. We pray your richest blessing upon them. God, we surround them as part of their family and they part of ours. And Jesus, I pray that over the years, God, there will be this mutual giving and receiving of love and care and support and prayer and time. Lord, I pray that you would work in them, God, to bring about the gifts that you have implanted, the talents that you've implanted in them, God, for your glory and for your name. Jesus, I pray that your spirit would move mightily in them, God, that would fill just areas where they may feel weak, God, where they need God, that extra strength that only comes from you. And so, Jesus, we pray blessing upon them this day as they enter into membership of this church. God, we thank you for, God, what you're going to do in and through them and around them. And so, Lord, together we bless them. God, we give you honor and glory, and we pray this in your strong and powerful name. Amen. Amen. So, members, I'm going to ask you not to sit down. Hold on, hold on. All right. So, uh, we want to welcome you into uh, the, the, the membership here at the church and uh, just uh, pray blessing. And so as they return, I think you both came maybe that way, is that I want you to just welcome them uh, as they walk by, handshake, fist bump, high five, wave, whatever it may be. And then afterwards, too, members, make sure that you introduce yourself to them uh, in the days and weeks to come. All right? So let's welcome them. God bless you. So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. So, so. So now at this point, you may be looking and being like, all right, is he going to give a message? It's 11.38. I'm really nervous right now. We'll just sit in the tension, all right? How are you feeling? No one's running yet? No. Uncomfortable? Is that what I just heard? Yes. So, so, all right. No, I'm not giving a message. You were the sermon. We started about an hour ago by saying it's what Jesus did on the cross, and it's about us talking about what Jesus did on the cross that overcomes, that brings victory, that brings life, that brings this uh, overcoming of the enemy. And I pray today that there is a word that was spoken, someone said something, whatever it may be that you can walk here, or maybe something in a song, maybe a prayer, whatever it may be, that was that life that Jesus wants to continue to implant and grow in you. There's so much life, and life to the full that Jesus offers. I'm so thankful for the year ahead. We're going to be jumping into the book of Romans starting next week, and we are going to just crawl through Romans. So whether you love that or you're going like, oh, seriously, um, that's where we're going. And what I love about it is this. This is a quote, and this is one thing I'm going to share, and I'm going to pray, and we're going to get out of here, is that Ben Merkel, who's a college president, he said this. He said, the Apostle Paul's letter to the church at Rome is the greatest letter ever written because of three things he says. It's great impact on history, it's grand theology about Christ, and it's practical instructions for Christian living. Romans forever has transformed the world. It is rich, all sorts of theological beauty and doctrine, which we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna work through. And it also answers that question, so what? We can have all this knowledge, all this doctrine, all this theology, but how do we apply it? What difference does it make in our life? So I love this book. We're going to make our way through it. It's going to be a beautiful time.
And so let me just pray a prayer of blessing over you. Jesus, we thank you for each person who's gathered here. We thank you for the kids who are down the hall and those who are walking in the hallways right now. Jesus, we pray the, the richest blessing upon them as individuals and for their households and workplaces and schools and everywhere that we go this week. I pray that your light, God, would radiate from each one of us. God, as we walk and we trust in you, Lord, increase our faith. May we continue to grow in prayer and fasting and, and, and following after you. And may we know your heart. Jesus, we're so grateful. We love you. Pray your blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.